Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Malpractice of science bureaucrats. A team that I led composed of a retired cultural anthropologist from UPLB and a clinical psychologist specializing in indigenous psychology from La Salle, was excited about a research proposal we submitted to a government science agency. We developed the proposal with the goal of contributing to the advancement of non-conventional research in the area of mental health and spirituality, this time related to environmental resilience. There is a dearth of research undertakings connecting spirituality to mental health and locating this in the nexus of how communities recover in the face of environmental disasters, which include both human-induced as well as those with natural causes. We were hoping that our proposed project would provide a new lens for analyzing the resilience of socio-ecological systems by looking at the role of spirituality in the recovery of island ecosystems that have been severely disrupted by events that significantly altered their human and natural ecologies, seen through the lens of mental health and institutional capacity. These are Boracay, which was close to tourism activities for six months in 2018, Bohol, which was struck by a powerful earthquake in 2013, and Sargao, which was directly hit by a super typhoon in 2021. We propose to use as our analytical framework the concepts of negotiated resilience and environmental justice. We intended to inquire into the presence and role of spirituality and its impact on mental health and on institutional processes attending their formation as well as the way they are connected to socio-ecological resilience within this framework. The main outputs of the project were a research report, a draft research article for publication in a peer-reviewed journal, and a policy paper on how to integrate spirituality in the context of mental health and institutional performance in resilience planning and disaster risk reduction and management. The main outcome of the project is to enrich knowledge about the relationship between spirituality and resilience of island socio-ecological systems seen in the context of mental health and institutional performance. On May 2nd, we uploaded the research proposal for possible funding to the online submission portal provided for that purpose. Nine days later, on May 11th, the project officer assigned to our proposal confirmed its receipt. He further outlined the process that our proposal would undergo. The next day, May 12th, the project officer requested that we complete several forms. We immediately complied on the same day, and the project officer acknowledged receiving the forms. On May 23rd, the project officer notified us that the proposal, having met the minimum qualification set for the grant, had proceeded to the next phase, and would undergo an online on-bank evaluation scheduled for May 25th. We immediately prepared for our presentation. Unfortunately, on May 24th, the day before the evaluation, the project officer notified us that the online evaluation had been cancelled due to the unavailability of, their, technical evaluators but he assured us that the project proposal would undergo an ad referendum or a written evaluation. He indicated that the comments would be sent to us by May 31st. But the evaluation did not arrive on the promised date. On June 14th, I sent an email to the project officer on behalf of the team to follow up on the proposal. We did not get any response. On June 30th, I visited the online portal to update another proposal that I had uploaded for submission. It was only here that I saw that the proposal that we had submitted on May 2nd was disapproved by the Director's Council in its meeting on June 27th. On July 7th, the Director emailed me to confirm the Council's disapproval of my proposal. The reason given was that the proposal needed major revisions. Attached to the email was the result of the evaluation.
At the outset, the agency has a standing policy that any proposal that is not completed, including revisions after being reviewed, within 40 days after its uploading in the online portal will be deemed disapproved. Had our meeting on May 25th not been cancelled, we would have been informed of the evaluator's comments and would have had enough time to address these. Had the comments of the evaluators been sent to us on May 31st, as promised, we would have had enough time to address the comments and make the appropriate revisions. It is just not fair that now we are being told that our proposal was disapproved because it required major revisions without us being given the time to explain or respond to the comments during the online evaluation meeting. Even if the said meeting had been cancelled due to the unavailability of the evaluator, it is also not fair that we were denied the opportunity to make those revisions when comments were not sent to us on the promised date. The comments of the evaluator, while major, were not necessarily difficult to respond to and address. It was easy to rebut the evaluator's claim that the proposal was not in the area of health research with the argument that mental health is a public health concern. It was easy to respond to the claim that the research sites were not that relevant with the argument, which we actually already mentioned in the proposal but apparently was missed by the evaluator, that they were major tourism destinations and thus have both economic and cultural symbolic relevance. Our team could have easily made the necessary explanations and or revisions if we had only been given the chance. It is normal, even for the most seasoned researchers, to revise proposals based on comments by evaluators. We can only label this mess as a classic case of bureaucratic malpractice. And it has enormous costs, not only for our work as scientists but even for the advancement of scientific knowledge itself. The window for entertaining proposals is now closed, and future submissions will only be entertained for proposals scheduled for 2025. I am retiring in 2026. With the UPLB policy that faculty members cannot engage in new research projects within one year of their retirement, that window will no longer be available to me. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.